praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to the 32nd church anniversary at Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. We are elated that you chose to join in this celebration with us. Sit back, relax, and join in with the celebration. Clap your hands, shout for joy, join in and celebrate with us. In Jesus' name. Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. was established on December the 12th, 1989. After a group of former members of the Scripture Cathedral met with Apostle William L. Bonner to express their desires to remain with the Church of our Lord Jesus Christ. On December 17th, just five days later, the first worship service was held at the Days Inn Hotel, which is located at 12th and K Streets Northwest. In February 1990, the church moved its services to Kelly Miller Junior High School, which is located at 49th and Brook Street Northeast. This became the second and the last temporary place of worship. Apostle Bonner began looking for land to purchase to build an edifice. In three weeks, he selected the site at 56 and E Street Northeast. The cost was $135,000. A comparison of real estate prices in the Washington metropolitan area would show that just the cost of the land was a miracle. Less than one year later, preparations were made to build the walls. On October 27, 1990, the groundbreaking day was held for Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. Originally, the church had a seating capacity of 500 people but the Lord blessed us to receive contracts for parking on the lots of two neighboring schools. Therefore, the seating capacity was increased to 1,000 people. Apostle Bonner received a bid of $100,000 to complete the project. However, God sent a man to him who only asked for $15 per hour. Bishop Bonner accepted his offer, and within 30 days, the building was completed at a cost of only $3,600. This was another miracle wrought by God through the prayers of our loving shepherd. In June 1991, Greater Refuge Temple Church was dedicated. God had added many new souls. In less than two years, the church that started in a hotel now had an edifice. Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. is a miracle church. In 1993, Apostle Bonner appointed Elder W. Michael Fields of New York as the assistant pastor. In 2008, Elder Fields was promoted as district elder, and in July 2010, during the Holy Convocation, he was ordained a bishop by Apostle Bonner. He is married to First Lady Melissa Fields. On March 8, 2012, a church vote was conducted by Apostle Bonner for the next pastor of Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. After the vote, with the majority of votes in Bishop Fields' favor, Apostle Bonner appointed Bishop W. Michael Fields the pastor of Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. Elder Ronald Young Sr. was appointed and installed as the assistant pastor of Greater Refuge Temple of Washington, D.C. on June 30, 2013 by Bishop W. Michael Fields. To God be the glory. We would like to honor those members who started out with this ministry 32 years ago. Deacon Charles Brown, Mother Carolyn Wright, Mother Lottie Key, Mother Ethel Doyle, Sister Elise Turner, Sister Virginia Penn, Sister Sheila Brown, Sister Regina McCartney, Sister Marie Dickens, and Sister Bridget Walker. We truly thank God for 32 wonderful years in ministry. And while you're waiting for service to start, 
feel free to hit the share button, that like button, and even subscribe. For GRTDC is the place to be. Thank you and God bless. Praise the Lord, everybody. I say praise the Lord. Truly, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad. Hallelujah. The Bible says rejoice, and again I say rejoice. We come to lift up holy hands. We come to magnify the Lord. We're glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time. We come to see his power in the sanctuary. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens and we come to magnify his name. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run in and are safe. And truly we're glad to be here one more time gathered together the saints of God to celebrate this is a time of celebration we're celebrating 32 years of the Lord blessing us in the ministry here at Refuge Temple starting with the establishmentarian Bishop William E. Bonner and now Bishop Michael Fields is carrying on the torch and we're continuing to continue and we're excited on tonight hallelujah we hope that you are gathered here with a great expectation to see the move of God one more time and we're glad to be in the house one more time truly we are glad as we go before the lord in prayer at this time hallelujah lord god we approach you today lord knowing that there's no god greater than you you are the only god and you're the only savior you're the only one that can deliver save heal god we thank you today for this day lord you have blessed us with life health and strength blood running warm in our vein god we're excited today because we know that you are in control and your god we ask you to move right now bless your people right now bless us one more time as only you can pour out your anointing afresh upon us oh god that we may rejoice that we may be edified that we may be strengthened of god cause us to be rooted and grounded in your love as we continue to celebrate what you have done these 32 years and we give your name the glory and we give your name the honor it is in jesus name that we pray amen and amen
My God, my God. Hallelujah. Didn't we rejoice? Hallelujah. As the praise team, oh God, caused us to raise up our hands. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. I feel it. Hallelujah. All over me. God is anointing this temple. He is blessing us in this celebration. And I want you to be excited. Hallelujah. Keep your excitement. Hallelujah. As we go into the next portion of our service where we all can participate. Hallelujah. How can we do this? We do it by our giving. God loves a cheerful giver. Are you excited? Are you cheerful about giving? If you know what I know, that God is the one that blesses us with good things and we want to be a blessing, amen, to the ministry. We want God's word to continue to flow from this place. And at this time, we want you to go into your places where you can give now. And we want you to look at the screen. If you're looking at us on Zoom, hallelujah, they will give you, amen, what you need to do to, amen, to give your offering. And they keep that excitement hallelujah because it's more blessed to give than to receive and, and I'm excited right now I'm about to give huh? because God I know they serve and he has been faithful down through the years and he has never forsaken us and he's never caused us to go hungry and now we want to go before the throne as we ask God to bless the offering hallelujah father in the name of Jesus God stretch out your hand one more time touch every person that's able to give at this time God touch every hand that's giving in the offering today Lord we ask you to bless that God hallelujah that there may be a hundredfold return oh God for the blessing of the service of the Lord the ministry will continue to flourish that souls will come in and be healed saved and delivered bless the givers bless the provision for their household God everyone that oh God that's given today Lord we want to give your name the praise and the glory for this offering in Jesus name we pray amen Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is the time we've been waiting for. Hallelujah. Amen. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. And God has a man here tonight, amen, that we are excited to hear from. He's come to us from the Bible Way Church, Bishop Ronald Demery from Washington, D.C., we're excited to hear a word. We're looking for a fresh anointing. Amen. We just keep him in prayer as he pour out his soul unto us this evening. We receive Bishop Ronald Demery in Jesus' name. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, somebody help me praise the Lord this afternoon. Come on, somebody help me lift him up. For the Lord our God is worthy to be praised. Come on, somebody help me praise him. It's celebration time. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. The city of our God and the mountain of his holiness. Beautiful for situation. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion to the sides of the north, the city of our great king. For God is known in her palaces as a place of refuge. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. We are grateful to the Lord to be here. Amen. And certainly we thank God for Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. 32 years of outstanding ministry. Come on, somebody help me praise him. Will you send some likes and some hearts for Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. 32 years of ministry. And will you help me celebrate the great man of God, Bishop W. Michael Fields, Lady Melissa Fields, and to all of the ministry gifts here, we thank God for you. We are so very honored to be a part of this great and grand celebration of 32 years of ministry. We thank God, amen, for our connection and our fellowship. Certainly, amen, our predecessors in the person of Bishop Apostle William Bonner and Smallwood Williams had great fellowship and we're grateful, amen, for that. And uh, my grandfather, of course, Apostle James Silver, and uh, now uh, Bishop Fields and I, amen, we're still connected. And we thank God, amen, for the great fellowship in the name of the Lord. And we thank God for this church and what God is doing uh, in the midst of his people. And so we say congratulations Lord, on 32 years of outstanding ministry. And certainly we salute you today. And again, we thank God for Bishop Fields. He's one of my favorite preachers. Thank God for him. He's been a tremendous blessing to us. And uh, certainly he is a gift uh, to the body of Christ. And so on behalf of Lady Dimery, myself, and the Bible Way Church of Washington, D.C., Amen. We salute you. Anniversaries are in important times. Amen. It's when we put a pen on the calendar to say that something is important to us. And Greater Refuge Temple is important to the body of Christ. And we thank God for you in the name of the Lord. And so I'm honored to be here and I'm happy for the invitation that has been extended to me. And um I want to uh, get to the word. I'll just be a few moments. I'll just be a few moments. But if I could uh, encourage your heart, uh, God has been dealing with me recently with fire. And um, I want to draw your attention very quickly uh, to the word of the Lord. Uh, it's found in uh, the book of Exodus. That is Exodus uh, chapter number three. And in particular, uh, verses one uh, down to verse number eight, and that is Exodus chapter number three, uh, verses one down to verse number eight. Amen. And when you have it, indicate the same by saying, I got it. Amen. Here's the reading of Amen, the word of the Lord. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father in law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Oreb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush 
and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. And he said, draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of the land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto a place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. And that is the word of the Lord. And let everybody say amen. Amen. I want to talk to you, amen, this afternoon from this subject, when God speaks through the fire. When God speaks through the fire. Will you bow your heads? Most gracious and kind Father, we thank you for the preaching privilege. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to speak to these, your great people. We pray now, Lord, that you would anoint me to preach. Hallelujah. Somebody's waiting on a word. Somebody needs a word. Father, we pray, Lord, that you would send your word that will bring direction, that will bring healing, that will bring restoration. Father, we pray right now, Lord, that you would take control of my mind. Pray right now, Lord, that you would govern my thoughts, take control of my thought process, take control of my voice. Hallelujah, my vocal cords, that I may express to this waiting congregation your sentiments exactly. In the name of the Lord, we pray, Lord, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, in Jesus' name, every glad heart said, Amen. Amen. When God speaks through the fire. Exodus is a very powerful book. Uh, it actually comes from the Greek transliteration of the Septuagint, uh, which actually comes from the Greek uh, exodus, which means the road out. It means uh, to be delivered from or to come out. And I believe that I'm talking to somebody this afternoon. I believe that God is preparing an exodus for you. He's providing a way out. Um, I don't know what oppression you need to come out of, but God is preparing a way for you to come out. Hallelujah. It's interesting because um, if we read Exodus, we'll understand that God's people have been in slavery or been enslaved for over 400 years under the hand of a pharaoh. The Bible gives us the information that he was a pharaoh, a man that did not know Joseph. And so we have people who are being mistreated. They are oppressed. Uh, they are, amen, under the leadership of, amen, they're in slavery under a pharaoh, amen, that did not know, amen, the man that got them there. And they have to deal with some hostile and harsh treatment. Amen. And I've come by to tell somebody that's been through a hostile and a volatile situation. Amen. God sees you and he is getting ready to bring you out. Um, it's particularly interesting uh, because even that while they were in slavery, God would cause them to reproduce, amen, in mass numbers. They had begun to grow, amen, to over two million even while uh, they were in slavery. Is there anybody here other than me? You praise God that even when you were in oppression, even where you were in bondage, God caused you to be productive. 
Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Somebody say, I'll be productive. Amen. Even in my oppression. Uh, it's particularly interesting because uh, the Bible, amen, would let us know, amen, that these people begin to grow and the Pharaoh has a problem or an issue with them growing. You know, uh, people, amen, don't have a problem lording over you. Uh, they just don't want you to grow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he was not just afraid of the people, but he was afraid of their potential. Oh, look at somebody and tell them, I've got potential. <laughs> I have not manifested everything that God has put in me. Uh, every gift has not been realized yet. Amen. I know you're looking at me now, but just stay tuned. God, amen, has something that he's getting ready to do uh, in my life. Is there anybody other than me you realize that you have not maximized your potential God has more in store for you. Uh, and so these people, hey man, begin to grow. And the Pharaoh uh, makes a decree that uh, we've got to stop them from growing. Uh, I want every Hebrew male child, I want him killed. Uh, he would give, amen, instruction to the midwives that any time... A Hebrew male child is born, I want him killed and I want him thrown, amen, in the river. <laughs> oh, isn't that powerful within itself? Because it is, amen, during this same time that we're introduced to a young man who is born, amen, from the father and ram and the mother, uh, Jezebel, amen, by the name of Moses. And his name actually means that he has been drawn out. Amen. The Pharaoh, amen, makes this decree. Amen. But Jezebel, she said, enemy, you're not going to kill my child. What she did was we, she went and got some pulperous and got some pitch and she made a basket and put her baby in the basket. Oh my God, let me stop right here to tell you that you better thank God this morning that you are just like Moses. You are a basket case. Oh my God, look at somebody and tell them, yeah, I must admit it, I am a basket case. Amen. But thank God. God, amen, that while I was in the basket, God kept me while I was in the basket, amen. Now what she does, she says that, amen, I have got, amen, to save my boy. And a lot of people, amen, would call her crazy. They would, in this day, they would call child protection services to say that she is an unfit mother to put her baby in a basket and put him in the dangerous waters and send him down the Nile River. Amen. But if I could suggest to you for a moment that she is actually a woman of faith. Amen. She did not allow the enemy. Amen. To kill her child. Amen. But she had faith. Amen. To put him in the water and believed that God was going to keep him over, amen, the dangerous waters. Amen. Can I stop right here for a moment? Amen. Because I want to give somebody another perspective. Uh, there were some people that had to release you that in order that you may fulfill and reach your destiny. So it's not always rejection. The reason why some people had to let you go, it was because it was protection. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm almost finished. Bible says, amen, that she puts the baby, amen, in the Nile River. Amen. Notice that the other babies were killed and thrown in the Nile River. But Moses is put in the water, amen, and he survives. Oh my God. Amen. You ought to take a moment and thank God, amen, that you survived things that other folks didn't make it out of. You ought to praise God for a moment that he kept you through dangerous waters. Waters. And can I tell you, it was by no goodness of our own that we made it through. But the reason why we made it through was because God was in our basket. Look at somebody and tell them, I'm praising God today because God was in my basket. If the truth be told, I should be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in 
Amen. A mental health institution. But the reason why I made it over the dangerous waters, it's because God was in my basket. Look how destiny works that two hands had to release him. But God had prepared it that just by the time he got on the other side, amen, the Pharaoh's daughter would be washing herself, guess where? In the water. Oh, can I tell you that God has made special provisions for you to get to your destination. Oh oh my God, I feel like preaching here for a moment. Amen. And guess what? The Bible says, amen, amen, that that, that the woman now uh, sees this baby and she wants to care, amen, for the child. Uh, Oh, let me stop right here to tell you that the reason why the enemy couldn't kill you because when he wanted to, he couldn't find you. Oh, look at your neighbor and tell him the enemy wanted to kill me, but he couldn't find me. Yeah, he was trying. He was lurking. He was in search for me but he couldn't find me oh how many of you know he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty glory to God hallelujah look at your name and tell him he couldn't find me Glory to God. And now Moses now understand that uh, a man, it would be his sister. He has two older siblings. One name is Miriam and he has a brother who is three years older than him. Amen. By the name of Aaron. He is now a man finds himself a man in Egypt. And guess what? God just so orchestrates things that Miriam gets in the company of Pharaoh's daughter. Can I stop right here to tell you that sometimes things can't move in your life until people move. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the Bible would say, amen, that Miriam would suggest to Pharaoh's daughter, amen, would you like to have a nurse, amen, for, hallelujah, this baby? And she said, yes. And guess who ends up being Moses's, amen, nurse? His mother. (laughs) Glory to God, hallelujah. Only God can orchestrate things like that. And not only, amen, amen, does she come become uh, Moses' nurse, his natural mother, but also she gets paid for it. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can I stop right here and I'm tell you that I I just don't talk about money and prosperity all the time. I can only say it when God puts it on me. But there's somebody that's watching uh, today. God told me to tell you that you are about to get paid. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Look at somebody and tell them I'm about to get paid. (laughs) Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm getting ready to get paid for what's natural to me. I'm getting ready to get paid, amen, for something that I didn't go to school for. I'm getting ready to get paid for what God is orchestrating in my life. (laughs) Glory to God. I'm getting ready to close, I promise you. (laughs) The Bible says, the Bible says (laughs) that now Moses now ends up, amen, in Pharaoh's palace. He is, amen, by biology, amen, he is a Hebrew. But by sociology, he is an Egyptian. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. (laughs) And the Bible would give us the information that why? Hey man, the Hebrew people are enslaved. There is a day when Moses looked and saw, hey man, the Egyptians mistreating a Hebrew. And Moses got upset. Hey man, and the Bible says that he killed, hey man, the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. (laughs) Glory to God. He was wrong as two left shoes. (laughs) He murdered a man, (laughs) hey man, and and, and took his body and hid it, hey man, in the sand. (laughs) He was wrong as two left shoes. (laughs) Stay with me. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) Moses thought he had got away with it. (laughs) But the next day, two Egyptians came out and saw Moses and they would suggest to him hey man we saw uh, what you did you killed the man the Bible says that Moses fled 
Glory to God. And I've come by to tell somebody here today that even though you've made some mistakes, God still has use of you. Oh, don't you dare think or don't you dare believe that God cannot use you because you made some mistakes. If he can use Moses, he can use me. Look at somebody and tell them if he can use Moses, he can use me. And Bible says that Moses now flees and he finds himself in Midian on the backside of the desert. Oh, can I tell somebody here that it's in your dry places, it's in your dry seasons where God will speak to you. He's 40 years old when he gets there and I've come by to tell somebody here, just stay right where you are. God will speak to you right where you are. Oh, is there anybody here, y'all excuse me for a moment, but will you praise God that God followed you around even when you tried to flee and get away from what God has called you to, you thank him that he followed you around. Look at somebody and tell him he followed me. Yeah, yeah, that's why I am where I am right now because God followed me. I got to get ready to close. Hey, remember so he ends up on the back side of the desert as a shepherd that is a precursor a man to his call oh is there anybody here other than me God just didn't start using you when you assume position but he was opening up doors even when you hadn't accept the call my God he was preparing you for the call look at somebody tell him God prepared me for amen the call uh, I got to get ready to close here. Uh, hey man, he ends up on the back side of the desert. Uh, the Bible would let us know that he know, comes to know a man by the name of Jethro. And the man becomes his father-in-law. Hey man, he has two children. Hey man, he is now, hey man, beginning to mature and grow. He is now 80 years old and still has not accepted the call on his life. I want to talk to somebody here who you are a late bloomer. It looks like everyone is ahead of you. Seems like you're getting old and you have not realized your purpose. How many of you know that when you meet Jesus, you'll understand what your purpose is? Glory to God. And the Bible says, I got to cut to the chase. Amen. That the angel of the Lord appeared unto Moses in a flame of fire. Oh my God. It is the bright light that get Moses' attention. Scholars suggest that there were many people who passed the same bush. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But didn't see what Moses saw. Oh my God. Is there anybody here that will stop and praise God for a moment that God gave you the ability to see what other folks couldn't see? Oh my God. Glory to God. I feel like dancing right now. Look at your neighbor and tell them, neighbor, I thank God that God gave me vision to see what other folks couldn't see. What other folks missed became the greatest blessing in your life oh my god come on y'all i'm almost ready to go glory to god thank you jesus and so the bible says that moses looks over and an angel appears to him in the fire in the midst of the bush and he looked this is what we call a theophany it's when god's divine presence invades your space here comes an angel in sort of a human form and moses now amen has amen this experience and the bible says amen that god would begin to speak to him amen through the bush and what captivated moses was the fact that the bush was not consumed 
understand that bushes burning in Midian was not a new phenomenon. No, it wasn't. Because bushes, because of the dryness, amen, of the climate and the hot temperature and the sun beaming down in the desert, bushes always caught on fire. But Moses knew that there was something different about this bush. Glory to God. It is what we call when God interrupts your regularly scheduled life to make an announcement. It's when God shatters your horizon of expectation to give you a word for your life. The burning bush was a calling for Moses. And is there anybody here that will praise the Lord this morning or this afternoon that when you messed up, it didn't stop the call of God on your life because God knew I was messed up when he called me. And that's why I praise him the way that I do. Because when I think of his goodness, and the fact that he still loved me even though I made some mistakes my hands go up and I've got to praise him because he's still using me glory to God hallelujah now watch this watch this watch this God speaks through the flames glory to God it is when Moses is going about his regular daily business that God shatters his horizon of expectation. Your horizon of expectation is what you plan to do yourself. It is what you make your plans to do. Like I got plans. Got to be here now. Got plans for this evening. But there are times when God will interrupt your life. Oh my God. Is there anybody here that will praise God that when you were headed in the wrong direction God interrupted your life to make an announcement. And guess what God does? God calls Moses by name. Is there anybody here that will help me praise the Lord and that will thank the Lord that he calls you by your name. He first provides miracles in the mundane and next he called Moses by his name. Is there anybody here that will praise God like Tasha Cobbs and will say he knows my name and he walks with me. Is there anybody here that will praise the Lord that not only does he call you by name but he walks with you and he talks with you and he tells you that you are his own. Oh my God. Look at somebody and tell him I'm so glad that I belong to God. I'm getting ready to go to my seat. So now God, he provides a miracle in the mundane because the fire is burning or the bush is burning but it has not been consumed that God speaks to us in our regular everyday life. Is there anybody here you'll be honest that it was not always in the four walls of the church that God spoke to you but he spoke to you at the bank. He he spoke to you at the grocery store. He spoke to you while you were in your living room all by yourself. The Bible says that now God speaks to him and he calls him by his name. I'm getting ready to go to my seat. And what it did, it caused Moses to rediscover God's holiness because God spoke to him and said, take off your shoes for you're standing on holy ground. Is there anybody here that will help me praise the Lord that you're standing on holy ground. The holy ground is not 
just at the church house but holy ground is wherever God dwells and you might be in your living room but I dare you take off your shoes for a moment because you're standing on holy ground God is speaking to me right where I am so I am standing on holy ground some suggest that he took the left sandal off first I'm gonna leave that alone glory to God but he's standing on holy ground but what greater is happening here that God is dealing with Moses's insecurities he says Moses I need you to go tell the Pharaoh to let my people go Moses would say Lord I have a speech impediment I cannot speak I got a stuttering problem I, 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 I just can't do it but God says go and tell the Pharaoh to let my people go is there anybody here that will praise the Lord that even with your impediments and even with a plethora of mistakes and mess ups God still has his hands on you and he's speaking to you through the fire he didn't take the fire away to call you but he left the fire there to burn off the impurities and refine you he's making you in to what he wants you to be and I've got to stop for a moment and I wish somebody would praise the Lord that God still got his hands on you is there anybody here you will admit that you're guilty as charged but God still got his hands on you and since God still got his hands on me I still got a glory to God I still got a hallelujah because God is speaking <laughs> he's speaking through the fire hallelujah 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 Moses not only did God provide a miracle or he provided the miraculous in the mundane not only did he call Moses by name, not only did Moses rediscover God's holiness, but he also received God's assurance. He said to Moses, I am the God of thy father. <laughs> Hallelujah. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face. For he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. And I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptians. Thank God. Amen. That he speaks to us through the fire. And we can have his assurance that he will bring us out. Come on, somebody help me praise the Lord. Come on, somebody help me praise God for the word. Come on, somebody help me praise the Lord for the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for the word. Listen, after hearing such a word, I pray. That the word has penetrated somebody's heart that somebody watching has made the decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life can I tell you that there's salvation in no other way Acts 4 and 12 says neither is there salvation in any other for there's none of the name given unto heaven among men whereby we must be saved we thank God for his salvific power he's able to save you Hallelujah. And if you're watching and you want to be saved, 
this is a great church, great house that's preaching the unadulterated word of God. Get in contact with them. I'm sure somebody would explain to you the plan of salvation. Hallelujah. On the day of Pentecost, Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, by the one spirit are we all baptized into the one body. If you want to be a part of the body of Christ, you need to take on his name by baptism. And you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the initial evidence of speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give utterance. My brother, my sister, we're praying for you. I pray that you will receive Christ into your life and into your heart and make him the Lord of your life, that you would receive salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you in the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody praise God. Amen. Somebody help me praise the Lord. Somebody help me praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My final duty, and I'm getting ready to take my seat. Again, I want to thank Bishop and Lady Fields and the Greater Refuge Temple, D.C., for inviting us to be a part of this great celebration of 32 years of outstanding ministry. We praise God for you. We're praying for you in the name of the Lord that God will continue to bless you, to do great things for him, and to advance the kingdom of God. But those of you that are watching, I'm going to ask you to do something. Will you sow? Will you sow a seed into this ministry? Hallelujah. I don't have any gimmicks. Amen. It's just good to sow. The Bible says that God gives a seed to the sower. Hallelujah. And this is a great house that's doing a great work as they continue to, amen, carry the work of God forward. Amen. Let's, let's sow into them. Let's sow into them. I'm going to ask as many of you as will, will you plant a seed in this ministry of $50? Will you do it right now? I'm sure the prompts are coming up on the screen. Those are the way to give. Amen in the name of the Lord. Will you do that right now? Will you sow a seed into greater Refuge Temple DC right now? Will you make a seed, amen, of $25? I'm sorry, $50. And, and maybe you can't give 50 if you can give 25. Amen, if you would do that in the name of the Lord. Amen, go to those giving applications and give amen in the name of the lord let's sow into this house amen let's be a blessing to bishop fields and to greater refuge temple will you do that right now in the name of the lord amen those of you that are sowing just just say it i'm sowing i'm sowing i'm sowing i'm sowing into good ground this is good ground amen they're advancing the kingdom they're doing the work of the lord they're preaching the truth of god's word will you do that amen in the name of the lord god bless you and thank you once again in Jesus' name. My Lord, what a word we've heard from our friend and brother, Bishop Demery. Thank you so much. God speaks through the fire. Our hearts have, our hearts have burned, my friend, and you have certainly brought us a wonderful word. We've been inspired. We've been blessed. Thank you for joining us in our celebration as we celebrate what the Lord has done for us, how he has brought us many years to this point. We thank you for the fellowship that our two churches have. Now, we wanna be a blessing to the man of God. He has taken time to be a blessing to us and we want to be a blessing to him. Technicians are going to put the giving information on the screen. When you give, specify that this is for the speaker. We'll make sure that the man of God has been taken care of. Father, we thank you for your manservant who has labored in the vineyard, blessed us with a mighty word, strengthen, renew, replenish his strength. Hallelujah. Continue to use him for your glory. Bless him and his family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to give you time to be a blessing to this man of God who has certainly blessed us with a word from the Lord. All right, we're continuing with our anniversary. And thank you again, Bishop Demery, for opening up for us. Next week, Bishop David Myrick will be with us, that great pastor, pastoring that great church, Holy Temple, will be ministering the word of God. Come and join us. We're going to have a time. Father, dismiss us from this worship, but never from your presence. 
May the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide now henceforth and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bless you. Lord willing, we'll see you next week. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord, it's Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation. The Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work yes even in the midst of these trying times we are determined to continue the work i pray that you'll continue to connect with us i pray also that as the lord delivers and set free that he will not leave you out you'll be blessed along with us as well until we meet again shalom shalom